Good morning, Barisha Sovimoli. We're on Lamate Um We're going to say that Shem is start with the Tosfos of Zibah Maskel Tretil Teimil. We saw in the Gemara we had a Machlokes between Rabbi and Rabbi Yosef as to how long Ben Ashmoshes is according to um, according to Rabbi Yehuda. In other words, we had a, we had a, originally Rabbi Yehuda who said he talks about Hichtev Atachta and Hichtev Oedian, etc., etc. And within that, we said, so how long does Ben Ashmoshes actually last? So we said, according to Rabbi, it lasts three quarters, the time it takes to walk three quarters of a mil, which we calculated the other day was a minimum of 13 and a half minutes. And according to Rabbi Yosef, it takes the time to walk two thirds of a mil, minus a quarter of Rabbi, which is about, tw- which well, will be 12 minutes according to the 18 minute mil. Um, the, the, um, what they are differing on is whether you include in Ben Ashmoshes the time when what we called um, the Pnei Mizrach is Mardimen. So Tosis asks, we're going to see, Tosis has got a kasha that we've got a Gemara elsewhere where Rabbi Yehuda clearly says much more than that. If you take a look at Tosis, it's difficult. Because over here it's mashma, the Mishkiyat that from the time of Shkiyat, from sunset until night, there's only a maximum of three quarters of a mil. According to Rabbi, three quarters. According to Rabbi, it's two thirds. But Rabbi Yehuda Kufei B'Sokim. But Rabbi Yehuda himself in B'Sokim. But Perak Mishahoy Yatonim. In Perak Mishahoy Yatonim. So that he held the Mishkiyat Sachama at Tefach Kichovim Arba Minim. He held that from Shkia until Tefach Kichovim, he says, "My first day is the time it takes to walk four mil. Let's say seventy-two minutes according to the eighteen-minute mil." The Tefach Kichovim Lailo. We know the Tefach Kichovim that is night. So you know from Shkia till night it's four mil, not three quarters of a mil, not two thirds of a mil. That's what we say at the beginning of the first parakim psalkin. As is also proven from the prophet, which says that Gemara we have in Brochus at the beginning as well. To me, name Malik for parak based on Megillah. That's where we learn out from the second parak of Megillah. To me, Alos Hashacha Yomamu. How do you know Alos Hashacha is considered day? Well, because that prophet says, "Man, after we must speak about what we are doing, Hashem, how about this? I could him." And based on that, it says, "Man, after this, Melacha says by daily we do Melacha." So the kids, we know that daytime must be from Alos Hashem, and nighttime must be until this. I could him. And we have a full Shigemar and Tzokim which says that from Shkia until this, I could him, i.e., night is the time it takes to walk four miles, and that is in Shetas Rabbi Yehuda. So the Rebbe Avinatam, the Avinatam says, so also mighty that there we're talking about Tchilas Shkia. We're talking about the beginning of Shkia. The also Mishetishka Nisayf Shkia. Here we're talking about the end of Shkia. In other words, if you take a look at the Lashon of the Gemara there, you'll see that it's actually different. The Lashon of the Gemara there is Mishkia Hachamo Asetakel Chodim, whereas here it's Mishetishka Hachamo, not Mishkia, not Mishkia Hachamo, it's Mishetishka. So he says there's a difference between the two. Shkiat Achama is the, fir- the, the point when the sun begins to set. I.e. when it goes below the horizon. But that, uh, that point there's still plenty of light. Mishet Tishka is the, is, is the last part of Shkiat. What does that mean? So basically, he says like this. The Rabbeinu Tamil, this is the famous Rabbeinu Tamil, there are two, two Shkiat. Which, from an astronomical point of view, we don't really understand what exactly, why, where, where to define them. Basically, one's the beginning of Shkia and one's the last part of Shkia. But what that means to say is, the way Chazal saw it is, that the time of Shkia, as it were, the sun goes through the Odiara Kiyad, the, 
the thickness of the sky. There's a Gemara which discusses what happens at night with the sun. And the Chachmei, the Chachmei, Hayyudim, uh, Chachmei Yisrael, they understood the sun goes above the sky. The Chachmei Yisrael understand that it goes below the earth. There's a lot of discussion that it could be that the Gemara, that's how they answer up certain theories, that eventually certain uh, certain of the Chachmei or, or certain of the Tanah Mamerah, they accepted the Chachmei Yisrael. But it goes through this Oviarachia. And just from a sort of simpler point of view, what it means is, when we talk about mitzchila, or what we call mishkiyah hakamah, mishkiyah hakamah, that means when the ball of the sun begins to set. In other words, the ball of the sun disappears. But we know it then continues to go lower and lower and lower below the horizon. Until a certain point, when it's going to become completely dark. So, we're saying that the, there's a certain period of time when, that's the, what we call mishkiyah hakamah, which is when the ball just begins to, when it first goes below the horizon. And then there's mishet tishka, which is going to be the last point of Shkia, that last little section before it goes completely dark. And that is when it finally makes its last little journey outside of the earth, as we see the outside the Rokia. That's what we're saying over here. So, this, um, in town. So, also, my David, we're talking about the Tchila Shkia. Mishkia Sakam is talking about the beginning of Shkia. So, also, and over here, Mishkia Tishka means Misoif Shkia, from the end of Shkia. Acha Shenechnes Lachamo Rokia. Once the sun has finished going through the Oviarachia, literally the thickness of the sky, then there is that last little bit where the sun, the light completely disappears. And that, that last one, once it's already gone through, is called Mishet Tishta. Once it's already set, and then the last little bit. So therefore, he says like this, very posher. Al Gomorrah is talking about the last little bit, which lasts three quarters of a minute, let's say. The Gemara there is talking about from the very beginning to the very end. Sorry? Which is obviously longer. Yeah, if you understand that he understood the Shkia was the same point in time, yeah, that's the way we would explain it. Yeah, correct. So therefore, so therefore what we're saying is like this. From, let's say Shkia is 6 o'clock. So from 6 o'clock till 6.58 and a half. Well, that's 58 and a half minutes. Yeah? That's three and a quarter. I'm going to go, go with rubble, which is the three quarter mil. So it's 58 and a half minutes. So, so from six, six o'clock to 6.58 and a half. That is Mishkiyat HaKamo until the time of Mishet Tishkiyat That's the time when the sun is journeying through the Oviyar going below the horizon, as we know, or it's going through the thickness of the sky. That is still completely dead, according to Rabbi Nisam. 100% dead. That's not being Ashmoshes yet. They Ashmoshes only starts Mishet Tishka. Once the sun has already finished going through that Oviorachia, for the next three quarters of a mil, for the next thirteen and a half minutes, until seven twelve, that is Dein Ashmoshes. At seven twelve, that's Kesar Kuchon. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 So, in, in, a, in a sort of more astronomical sense, what it basically means is, the sun goes below the horizon, we know it goes a certain number of degrees below, 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 below. So let's say for the first time in a 12, I don't know exactly, exactly how many degrees it is, for the first 12, 13 degrees, it's completely dead. And then the last 3, 4 degrees, it's going to be, well, however many degrees it is, that's going to be Ben Ashmosh, according to the Rabbi Natal. But I will tame on the reef, for the reef says, this is, this is a pepper. So the night, what are we arguing about? So, Rabbi Nishal, say, Takir Kobim, 
have a lie, but he says, I don't really understand what's going on here. He says, what's going on here? I mean, it's quite clear. Once he gets to see Tzadka Cholim, that's the first Shukam Aras, all of it. Say Tzadka Cholim is night. So the fourth day Tzadka Cholim is obviously day. What's this thing about being Ashkoshes? Just look at the stars, you know, it's night. Before that, it's day. What, what are they talking about here? What's going on? You've got Rabbi Yehuda, you've got Rabbi Yehuda, you've got Rabbi Nechemi, you've got Rabbi and Rabbi Yehuda, what's going on there? So we don't want to come on, the problem is like this. We're going to say later on, You see, the problem is like this. We really know, I'm sure you all know, the stars don't really actually suddenly uh, rise at night. The stars are there all the time. Billions of these stars, or two and a half thousand that we can see with the naked eye, so, on Earth in perfect conditions. Okay, so, what happens is, why can't we see the stars? The answer is because the sun's in the way. Not because the sun is brighter, the sun is just closer, and therefore it gives more light to the kids, so you can't see the stars. Once the sun sets, then, as the light depletes, suddenly you begin to see the stars. As the sun goes lower and lower and lower below the horizon, there's less and less sun, you can begin to see the, what's referred to as the smaller stars, not really smaller, it means the more distant stars, the less bright stars, whatever it may be, right? And obviously we know some are brighter than others. The less sunlight, the more, the more stars you can see. So the problem is that the Gemara says later on, we're not, looking, we're not talking about the big stars, i.e. the ones which you can see during the day. They're not, as we said, not necessarily bigger, brighter, closer to Earth, whatever the reason may be. Not those ones. For the Katana, we're not talking about the small ones, which you can only do when it's absolutely pitch black. That's your elevator. We're talking about the middle-sized ones. The middle ones. The harsh top Now the problem is, well, what do you call middle? So that's what they're arguing. Did a rabbi hold the masachkele? According to rabbi Yehuda, he's got a topic. The whole kolchol manir and mishkiyah satama sheikhte for edyon. He's got a topic about all those stars you see from shkiyah satama until, well, according to this, it should say mishkiyah tishka satama. According to rabbi Yehuda. But from Shkia until Sheh, whether they are middle size or whether they're big, he doesn't know. Maybe, maybe they're even, well, I wouldn't say small, but... So, the Oytosh, you've got enough, yeah? Does that make sense? That's the problem, Rabbi Yehuda Beit. He doesn't know what is big stars, what is small stars. He says, until Shkia, which we said means not Shkia, Mishra Tishka, until then, they're definitely all big stars. When it gets to the Chos, I know they're definitely middle-sized stars. But in between, I'm not sure what they are. He says, I've got another problem, the Oedkosha. Another way of working out, very simple. Get a normal guy, an average guy, to walk four mil, when it, the sun sets, the ball of the sun sits, get something to walk four mil. What's the problem? They've got a problem, we don't know what you consider an Oden Bainini. What's considered an average person? Oh, all right, we can't even work out whether it's 72 minutes, 18 minute mill, 22 and a half, 24. We don't, I mean, just do an experiment, aren't we? We don't know what an average person is. So therefore, we go back to the drawing board and we look for the, for the stars. Okay? We know how far. Yeah, are you saying it should... What do, what do you mean? Didn't we, have t- we had a time frame that. We basically have worked out the speed of an average person. With that, we said the average person walks three parts. So you should be able to calculate 72 minutes, then, if that. Basically, we'll work out four mil. 
Well, 72, I mean, 72 minutes, basically, what you're saying. Just count them and you don't even have to get a person to walk it. They, they, they're going the other way around. I think the, the God doesn't, doesn't like Tosh's answer. I mean, possibly because of that. But he's going from before, you don't know how long it takes to walk a mill. We, we've calculated this on the Gemara, though. But uh, it seems they're going sort of before that. It's the time it would take. We don't know what we don't know what that what that time is. Yeah. Okay. So now that's the shita of the Rabbeinu Tam. Okay, that is the shita of the Rabbeinu Tam. Um, as an aside, a tosus in in uh, in Brothos now suddenly becomes clear. There's a tosus we did not do at the time. But Tosa says, following the Gon says, following the Shisha that I've been in town. Do you remember right at the beginning of Brothos, our face? The Gemara said there that um, after well, Bias Oro or Bias Shimshai, then it's the Kohen the, the can eat their Tarama. Yes, it's Gua Hashem So the Gemara says, how do you know it means Bias Shimshai? Maybe it means Bias Oro. What is Bias Shimshai, Bias Oro? Other way around. I think, hold on. Did you just have a look at my process there? So it's going to be the. Yeah? So, Biyash is when the when the light completes. Uh, wrong tomorrow. So, something in the. Um, so, Biyash Shimshai is when the light completely disappears. That says I can follow him. The Gemara says, who says? Maybe it's Biyash Shimshai. If you look at, if you look, look, look at uh, Tosus there, Tosus explains after asking on Rashi, he says, Tohoki Pirushai. Nimaita Hayu Vashemesh Vitoya Biyash Shemesh Umamesh. Umaida Toya Toya Yemen means when the sun, the light sun completely. Tani says I can follow him. Dilma Biyash Uru. Dani Tichilos Toshel Shkiyasakam. What's Tchilas Hachnosos Berakiyah? That's the beginning of the first Shkiyah. Yeah, the way we just explained it. And then the Gemara goes, Well, I don't need to show it, I am Chomesh or Dalad Minim, four or five mils, depending on what Gersh you go with, I'll say it's like a Chobim. Remind the Torah, I mean, Torah, and then he then goes on. Yeah? So the Kitzah, that is, um, and that, that's how Tosh is learned the Gemara there, that it's a question, of, it's all the same day, it's a question of whether it's the beginning of Sunset, or it's, they said, well, in other words, the end, the last shkia. That's the, what's the sun coming in? Is it going through the Oviorakia, which is, that's the, um, that's the, the beginning of sunset, or is it the last part, which is, uh, what we call the Mishra Tishka? If you turn now to the Mordechai. Okay, we're seeing this inside of this. The Mordechai brings the Shifa of the Yireh. Now, it's the Mordechai is in the Hagoyf Mordechai. It's actually after. Is it going like that? No, no. Is it higher than So in other words, it is after in the in these gemaras. I mean, in fact, I can tell you in these gemaras in the normal gemaras there, it is on page. Yeah, I'm just double checking it is here. Yeah, it's Ein Test. 157, Ein Test. Now, if you look, 
can you see that there's, there's brackets where it says Daf Lamed Dalad Omed Beis. Now in the normal Gemara, it's Ayin Tef, first column, two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen lines up. It's where it says Daf Lamed Dalad Omed Beis. Just right, you've got that. The line because the words are Masira. You got that? Yeah. You got that problem? Here we go. This is going to be the shift of the Iran, which is quite crucial, although we don't pass in at the Iran, but this is the perfect lead-in to the, what's otherwise known as the shift of the Gaon, the shift of the Gaon, which is very, very similar, but slightly different, because this is going to come out of a major Chiddush. It says, Be'ezeru be'nash moshez, mishatishka acham avachuru. Pirish re'en. The... I don't know, Sefer, whatever it is. Maybe it's, I don't know, Sefer, I don't know what that is. But Mishetishka Hachamo, the Rabbi Yehud of Rabbi Nechemio, means Mishemaschelet Lishkoya. He also notes the difference in the Lashon of the Gemara between here and Psachim, by the way. Here it's Mishetishka Hachamo, there it's Mishkiah Hachamo. The Rabbi Nechemio said Mishkiah Hachamo means the beginning of Shkiah, Mishetishka means the end, the last part of Shkiah. He says no. What it means in Mishetishka means Mishemaschelet Lishkaya when it begins to set. Mishenoitem Ach when it begins to sort of dip. Umashirin Ha'olam and everyone can see at that point Sheroiteli Konis Oviarakia literally it wants to go into the, into the sky into the thickness. In other words presumably something like we know Shkia means when the ball of the sun the whole ball has gone below the horizon the whole ball of the, the sun the way they're putting it has gone to Oviarakia. Here we're talking about not when the whole ball has gone in. On the contrary, before the ball has gone in. When you look at it and you can see the ball is about, it's just hovering on the horizon. That is a little bit before Shkiyasachamu. The Loshen Mishetishka is actually Loshen Otted, it's going to set. Mashma Hakdoma is Mashma a little before. The Oita Hakdoma Nikris Ben Ashmoshes. And that Hakdoma is called Bein Ashmoshes. The Shiur al-Arabo, Quint to Rabo, Tilosa Rivimil, that's three quarters of a middle, al-Arabiyat, Quint to Rabiyat, straight to a middle, it's two thirds of a middle. Bu Kaidem Shkiyat Acham, it's not after Shkiyat, it's before Shkiyat. Abo Shkiyat Acham, but the setting of the sun takes Mahadechei Milim. For the sun to completely and utterly set, takes five mil, four mil, something which, right in the Gemara there in Pesachim. That, that's four, five mil, Kaidem Tisak Acham, before Tisak Acham. But we'll either go more mid Oraisa. Already at Shkia, though, it's already completely night mid Oraisa. Sorry, it's already light of Gemurah from that point uh, from Shkia. Now, he makes the, she says, Shalosha Rivi Milin, he tests of Amis Ameas Amal. That is one and a half thousand Amas, Rokeah. Bring that from the Rokeah. Uberayo Meperak Misha Yosom. And he brings the Raya from this from Psalm there. 
Omar Abu Baba Khan, come the Hari Khoda Bain in Idiom, how much does a person walk in a day? A Sora Parso is ten parso, forty mil, the Ali Sashakab Atonit Sahamo is Abba Midim. So my lose and said on eight is four or five mil. Mishkiah Sahamo Matis Akhobim is hey midim. It's getting four or five mil. Perish, what does that mean to say? Mishkiah Sahamo, Shemaschelet Lishkoya, that it begins to set, Shenekhlas is baby or a kid when it actually enters into the the uh, thickness, the, the Obiarakia, Uchshachama Nechnesis Milamato, as the sun goes downwards, Shemaschelet Lalis Hakelchobin. Sorry, Shemaschelet Lalis, it begins to go up through the Obiarakia. Right, for us it's going downwards, but it's going, he says, it's going with the Chachme Yisrael seemingly. It's beginning to go up, Hakelchobin Nechnosin. So at that point, the sun, as it begins to go in, from this side, it's going up, the stars begin to come down through the Oviorakia. Okay? The stars begin to come in from above. And they begin to come down. Once the sun has completed its ascent, it's completed going through the thickness of the sky. The stars have completed their descent. Sha'obru Obiasharakiya, they've descended through the thickness of the sky. The near Kulam at that point you can see all the stars. Okay? Yeah? Well, I understand that said the term knowledge is bizarre. To us we don't really understand the uh the we understand it more the other way. But just take it as it as it says it, you can still for us basically what he's saying is as the sun sets, the stars begin to appear. With that ascent of the, uh, the sun, the Yerita Saikhobin, and the descent of the stars, Mahadechim, and that takes the time it takes to walk five mil, I said it's different, four or five mil, Russian, the Gemara of in there. So, that's why I said, that although the Gemara seems to come through four mil, many of the Roshanim still seem to pass in five mil. And those five mil, once you've got to the ends of the five mil, that's Laila Gemura, Midoraita, um, Sorry, the Oisan Eimidim. No, 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 not by the time you get. The t- during that five mil is already Lido Gomorrah mid Eraisa. Okay, unbelievable. He passes what we call Shkia, is already Lido Gomorrah mid Eraisa. As far as I understand this. Shari Dam Zavokim Nifselis Tishkia Sakamo. He's going to prove it to you. Because when the sun sets, any blood of a, of a Korban is now possible. And it's not yet night. Yes, it is, because it's Shkia. This five mil, for our purposes, are actually irrelevant. Once the sun sets, it's night. Well, if he's there, according to this, sorry for the mind, but can he sell Shabbat? This is a big enough commitment. You've got to bring Shabbat in early. Not Shkia. Not two minutes before Shkia. How much before Shkia? Um, it's about 90. No, no, no. It's five minutes. So it's, it's five mil. It's five mil. No, no, five mil from Shkia to night. But that's that. That's that. Oh, okay, from Shkia to any night. Then seventy-two. No, three quarters of a mil before Shkia. So thirteen and a half minutes before Shkia. Plus a little bit of Tzedaka Shabbos. Call it quarter of an hour. Hence, we bring in Shabbos quarter of an hour before Shkia. Why do they pick quarter of an hour? And the minute, the minute is it's based on this on this uranium. Because although we don't pass in this Yerayim, okay? Because remember, according to this Yerayim, three quarters of a mil before Shkia, that's when Be'nash Moshe starts. At Shkia, it's already night. Yeah. 
Quinta, ah, Shkia only starts, uh, Bein Ashmoshka only starts from Shkia, when the sun sets. He's saying no. Three quarters of the middle before the sun sets, that, that's Bein Ashmoshka. That's Mishetishka. From when the sun will set, that's Bein Ashmoshka. Three quarters of the middle before the sun actually sets, Mishetishka, when it's going to set, you're looking and you see it's hovering, it's about to set, start your watch now. 13 and a half minutes or so, 13, between 13 and a half and 18 minutes, depending on what you go with. Huh? Yeah. Because 18, if we're talking about... 24 minute mil, then it's going to be 18. But if, if, if we would... If we're talking about adding on to Shabbos because being Ashmash before Shabbos, we wouldn't be saying worrying about 13 and a half, we should worry about the 18. No, because it's a rate. We don't, we don't actually pass on that, do we, anyway? It's only a, If you... Once they were picking a thing, since the, the, the uh, 18 minute mil is the accepted one, that's why they have 13 and a half. There are, there are men arguing around 18 minutes. Chabad, for example, they add on 18 minutes. It's 18 minutes before Shkia is, is, uh, is Shabbos. Yeah? But what you see here is, Steph, we saying that, that, that's it. That's why we make our Shabbos. We don't pass in that year anyway. Otherwise, we wouldn't be davening a uh, Mimcha during that time. Uh, well, yeah, because it's already Sophic Lila point in that. That's the whole point of Benash Moshe. Okay? We're doing it in Chumrah. That's why you didn't do any Melocha in that time. Obviously, if a person is pushed, there is room during that quarter of an hour for the simple reason we don't pass in that area. But ideally, a person should, not just because that's a minag in town, not only because of that, and that's been accepted as a minag as a quarter of an hour, it's also because she should be there. If a person does malacha during those 13 and a half minutes, he'd have to bring an ocean party. There's a bit of an issue, he'd have to bring an ocean party. Sophic night already. Once it gets here, it's mother's night. That the Gemara is talking about an earlier time than the Gemara here. That Mishkia Sakhano means earlier than Mishetishka. And Ben Ashmosh is before you can see the stars outside. The Rabbi points to Rabbi Kedis, they point to what he holds, Rabbi Kedis, they insert the Kotak, he says, nah, don't need all of that. So, um, the the doesn't like that one. Because the is earlier than Because So the kitzer, what would sound earlier to you, Mishetishka or Shkiachachama? What sounds like an earlier time? And it will set. Tishka means it will set. Yeah? So Tishka means, Tishka means from when it will set. Sounds like we're talking about beforehand. Shia Sakhamun is the setting of the sun. So Mishet Tishka sounds like it should be earlier. According to the Rabbeinu Tamis, it's the other way around. Al Gomorrah talks about Mishet Tishka. The Gomorrah himself talks about Shia Sakhamun. Which one first? According to the Rabbeinu Tam, Shia Sakhamun is the beginning of sunset. Mishetishka is the very, very last point. Yeah? I would, I would venture to say that the Rabbeinu Tam will say Mishetishka means when it will do the final setting. It's about to do that last little bit. Therefore, it still can be future. Shkia means when there's the setting of the sun as the sun is going through the Rokia. Although that's still day. It's completely day according to him, yes. Then Mishetishka, that last 13 and a half minutes, according to us, 
the times we've been using 6.58 and a half is when Bein Hashemosha starts and finishes at 7.12 is night. According to the Yireyim, no, 6 o'clock was the beginning of Shkia. That's Shkia Chachamo. From then till 7.12, or if you go with uh, 5 minutes, it's going to be 7.30, that, the setting of the sun, has got absolutely no relevance to us. 6 o'clock is already night. May not be Tzitz HaKechobin. May not be Tzitz HaKechobin. So, it's already night. When does Bein Hashemosha start? It starts at six, uh, 5.46 and a half, if you go with 13 and a half. Yeah? Three quarters of a mil before Shkia. Hence, we were bringing Shabbos at 5.45. To come for that 13 and a half plus a minute and a half of, uh, just to round it up, I think is actually why. Yeah? Maybe a bit of Tzitz Shabbos coins to the Iran as well. Yeah, if you want to be extra... Careful, we'll make it 18 minutes to cover for the 24 minute bill. Three quarters of the middle of that is, is 18 minutes to one, so it'll be, it'll be 5.42. Here's that clip. And therefore, according to him, Mishet Tishka is earlier. Makes perfect sense. Now, comes along the Gaon, and the Gaon says, well, the Urim is on the right track. He's on the right lines. Mishet Tishka is definitely much more before Shia Sahamu. And along with various other kashas and diets, etc., etc., he basically says, it is a kasha from Yerushalmi on the Rabbeinu Tamim. The Kitta, he says that there's really only one. You, you know, Shkiyot starts at 6 o'clock. That's when Bein Hashemoshe starts. Yeah? But, here's the big but. At 6.13 and a half, according to the Vilnagon, I'm using the 80 minute bills, 6.13 and a half, is 100% night. In which case, we bring out Shabbos. You could take out Shabbos, according to Yep. We'll see in practice, it's not so simple, but that's the theory. 6, 13 and a half. What's this Gemara in, in, um, in, uh, what's it, in, in Stockton talking about? This is different. Because when is it night? How many stars do you have to see? Three. Three. Three middle-sized stars. Right? For the writers, we're marking for small stars. I mean, you know, we have in Brochus because we don't really know what big stars are. Right? Fine, but three middle-sized stars. Yeah? Now, when you've gone through 72 minutes, at that point, it's what we call Tzis Kolak All the stars have emerged because the sun's completely gone 16 degrees, 16 to 18 degrees below the horizon. And at that stage, all the stars can be seen. All the stars which would be visible to the naked eye. What relevance does that have? No relevance. Other than the Gemara But it has no halakhic relevance to us. The halakhic relevance is 13 and a half minutes from the beginning of Shkia. That's it. That's what the Gaon says. There's a difference between Seif HaKechovim, i.e. Seif Gimel Kechovim, and Seif Kodak Kechovim. For ha- halakhic purposes, we need three middle-sized stars, that's all we're looking for. See, Kodakokhovim is all the stars, that takes four mil, five mil, whatever it is. 72 minutes, 90 minutes, 120 minutes, whatever it is. Yeah, is that clear? That is the shitta of the God. It is also attributed, otherwise known as the shitta of the... Shitta of the... Gaiden. You ever heard of the Shifa that I've been in the town, the Shifa that I've been in? You ever heard of that, that, uh, that? 
Well, now you know, it's the Shiz of the Ga'inim. The Ga'inim is quoted in the Shubhas of the Maharam al-Shakar, uh, I think it's in Vod. Um, and apparently more recently they've actually found the Tshuva, or at least one of the Tshuva of the Ga'inim, like Shri Ragon, uh, I can't remember which one, a few of the Ga'inim. And they, Malash, they reject the Rabbi Nitam, and they go along with the same thing. Now, on the Ramea Posen, Ramea Posen understands that the Ga'inim were not saying the same as the Ga'inim, but Kemal, everyone else takes on, they were saying the same as the Ga'inim. Right? Well, he, were before Rabbeinu Tam. Huh? I thought the Ga'inim were before Rabbeinu Tam. They may have been. I'm saying they, they reject this, this idea, this, this sort of... I mean, well, you know, you know, you're, you're right the way I shouldn't, shouldn't have said it like that. You're right, they are before. But it means is, um, the truth is, I haven't seen, the problem is, I haven't seen that Shulah inside. He quotes, I think, parts of it. He, 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 I, I should say he's there, shall we say, or that sort of thing. He like, the logic of Rameer. Yeah. Yeah, and possibly going, I, I, I haven't seen the Lashon, because I've seen Rameer places, obviously, he's seen, seen the Lashon, well, he, or maybe based on the Lashon quotes there. He ventures to say that the Gaelim really, they hold that the 13 and a half minutes start much later. The sun's already well below the horizon. But everyone else takes on that, um, everyone, but many take on the Gaelim is, is talking about the same thing. Now, from a practical point of view, we're not talking today. From a practical point of view, that's not what we're talking about today. It does not mean the 13 and a half minutes after Shkia, that's really nice according to the Halacha. Seemingly, even the Gon, take a look at the times of Ulmah, you see the, the Gon didn't take on that out. Even with, we're going to, there are certain calculations which we have to make, which we may or may not discuss, but probably not today, because 13 and a half minutes, by the way, obviously can't be everywhere in the world. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. What are we talking about? This 72 minutes, 13 and a half minutes, what are we talking about in? Equinox. Well, Equinox, or more or less the equinox is not actually exactly that, but let's say the equinox, depending on how, how you measure it. But so, so sort of Israel, but ish. And assuming, yeah, it would be talking about, the, the interesting thing is the Gaon talks about the Oifax, right, that's the, the uh, latitude, uh, yeah, latitude of uh, Eretz Yisrael and Boga, yeah. which is a little bit of a difference, there is a little bit of a difference, so more likely to say that Eretz Yisrael, there's also different, uh, very slight differences there, but that, that's what is generally taken on. We're talking about Eretz Yisrael from Gomorrah, basically. We're talking about, let's say, Eretz Yisrael. So what you have, really have to do is you have to work out there, you see how many degrees the sun is below the horizon, then, etc. Which better than we, we may speak more about, but about how you measure it, is it degrees, is it fixed, etc., etc. So for our purposes, for the time being, when we talk about five mil, four mil, three quarters of a mil, we're talking about on the, let's say, the equinox, let's say, and we're talking about in Eretz Yisrael. There is just one, there is another shitter, Let's mention where it is the Ravon. The Ravon says that the Gemara in in uh, in Psalm uh, is talking about according to Rabbi Yosi, and the Gemara here is talking about according to Rabbi Yehuda. It's talking about two different Beit Hashemoshes. Okay, even though Rabbi Yehuda is actually talking there, it's a formal, but it's not. It's not the, the, the ones which are relevant now. Lachos are going to be at least in the time being. Are Rabbi Yosi going? The Yerim just to know that because of the because of um, because of like Erev Shabbos and things like that. So the kitzah, what comes out of all of this is like, is like this. If six o'clock is here, according to the Uraim, being Ashmosh starts at five forty six and a half, and night is at six o'clock, which we only fish for things like Erev Shabbos. Yeah? La Lacha, we say being Ashmosh cannot start before six o'clock, which is when the whole ball of the sun goes below the horizon. At that point, it becomes Shkia. According to the Gaidim, according to the Gaon, that's the point to start your watch, Ben Ashmoshis. 13 and a half minutes later, it's night. Could there have been a time, it's still day. Completely dead. Until 6.58 and a half. 6.58 and a half, it becomes Ben Ashmoshis until 7.12. According to the Vilna Gaon, that's the point when it is, it's called Akhochovim, but irrelevant to us. 
There is actually a very, very big kasha on the Rabbi Natan, by the way. There is a big kasha on the Rabbi Natan. And that is that this. The Gemara in Psachim makes clear that the, the gap in time between Alotah Shachar and Sefer, and, uh, sorry, Alotah Shachar and Honet is the same gap in time between Shkia and Sefer Tzolim. Four mil, five mil, yeah? Let me ask you a question. Alotah Shachar, how many stars can you see? All of them. Alotah Shachar. The very, very, very first ray of light. There's the difference between what exactly Alotah Shachar is. You can't see a single star here. Yeah. Um, you can, actually. You can. That's Alotah Shachar. It's very, very rare. I can. I mean, well. I do. I don't know. Sometimes walking you can. Yeah. Anyway, the stars are out there. Okay, go, go, you know, on summer holidays go out and where there's no light pollution, you'll see it's full of stars at that time. Alotah Shachar is still full of stars. Huh? Or winter holidays, whatever. No, but the truth is, you can get, you can kill two birds with one stone. You can just stay there, out there. You'll be able to watch two uh, because they're very close to the sun. Could even be together. Anyway, another number is there's a better chance of seeing. Okay, the the basic idea is that it's still full of stars. It's full of stars. Listen to this. So that means. Yeah. Now, the point is, let's say the sun has, is at that point, is 16 degrees below the horizon, let's say. 18 degrees, whatever it is. Let's say 16 degrees, that's what they've actually measured it. 16 degrees. Okay? So, at 16 degrees, full of stars. Yeah. Then, for it to rise up those 16 degrees, it takes 72 minutes. Because yeah. that's on it, is when the sun pops up. Yeah. Just the very top of it pops up. Okay. So, that means, from Shkia until Seisachofovim, is also 4 mil. It's taking just a mirror image, it's taking the same path but the mirror. Yeah, coming up or going down, but it's the same thing. So from Shkia to Lonit, it's now going down through those 18 degrees. 16 degrees, whatever it is. So Shkia is when it pops below the horizon, and that goes down, down, down through those 18 degrees. Keep saying 18, that's what that's the, the, the astronomers say. 16 degrees is what, what I mean, it seems to have, have been calculated at. 16.1, right? 16 degrees. So, at 16 degrees below the horizon, that's the Tarko Tzolim now. How many stars are you going to be able to see at that point now? All of them. How can the Rabbi Nathan say that that's night? We know from the Furusha Gomorrahs. Night is when you can see three stars, not all the stars. This, the God more or less already alludes to this, but the, the, the Shulchan Aruch the Maharal Aruch Kashas, the Maharal Aruch Kashas, the Maharal Aruch Kashas, like the, the God. Is much earlier as well. Not that is the gradient, but but the 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 Maharal also they, they all ask this cash. It doesn't make any sense. This law would be the God is brilliant because once it sets, let's say five degrees, six degrees, whatever it is below the horizon, already you can see three stars. And when it goes down, down, down until it's gone four, five mil, at that point it's like Alitashacha. You can see all the stars. That makes sense. So it's got like a But of course, there are many stars. What's going on here? The, MS, the whole thing is, the M is very, very difficult to understand. Is that, is that clear so far? Yeah? So, but those are the two shitters. As I think it was the Briskarov said, we may not understand the Rabbi Nathan, but he says we've got M and Aschachovim. And therefore he says, I take on like the Rabbi Nathan. They talk about where, where they, this, the, the biggest problem is, the absolute truth is, the God doesn't make any sense, the Goethe doesn't make any sense, and 
The Abbe Yitzhak doesn't make any sense. Go to Eretz Yitzhak on a, what we call Yom HaShoda, take a look out. Thirteen and a half minutes after Shkia, you will not see three stars. You will not see three middle-sized stars. Impossible. Even if you take out eighteen minutes, you still won't see them. I think twenty-two and a half minutes, I think, is the, the I think, if I remember correctly, is what, what they talk about. You don't see it, it asks if you know where you're looking as well. You won't get a, a even, that is not thirteen and a half minutes. Yeah? Very difficult to understand. On the other hand, the Rabbeinu Tam also doesn't seem to make much sense to us. Because it doesn't take 72 minutes. Before that, long before that, you already got a sky full of, full of, uh, full of stars. I mean, you're not full of stars, but there's many stars around. Yeah, um, yes, clearly, the Tam has been, from what it is about Travis going out, he's been very, very, very amazed about Travis coming in. And so the problem isn't the time goes out, but clearly it's out by the time he says it's out. Uh, the, the difficulty with it is when it comes in. Right. But the, the, I mean, the, at the end of the day, you're saying it's the Chumrah. Fine, okay, but it's, I mean, it has many Chumrahs that happen. Shkir is much later as well. Absolutely. So, the point is like this. I must mention the Shulchan Aruch, Tafsin is like the Rabbi Nitam, but it's been accepted to all the Hasidim who, who took, who go like the Rabbi Nitam, they had a thing of convention, I don't know how many years ago, where various, I think, Hasidish Rebbe's met, and they all, they accepted that you should all go like the guys with, with, with regards to bringing in Shabbos. In times gone by, it was, it was very clear that after Shkia, people, people were still, still uh, doing a lot of Before 1944, they used to go with the Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But uh, you can see from the, from the times of the Chassan Sof and things like that. Yeah. But they've accepted for various reasons that it's, it, uh, that that's why you find nowadays come out everyone, everyone, but come out everyone, the Chumrah, Starts with uh, with uh, the game. As far as I'm aware, there are obviously you get you get you get the uh, it would be somewhere that they had they had some sort of convention uh, or something. Many of them took on like that. Now, um, so to begin to explain this, let's try and understand one or two things. To try and explain what's, what's, what's uh, just a little more background to the Gemara. We talked about Kneim Mizrach Ma'adimin. Let's just start off just with a, just a couple of astronomical facts. My good friend, uh, Dr. Vidal, fills us in on. And that's like this. Why is it that the sun, just first, simple, simple uh, point here. You may need the camera in a second. We'll get to that now. Why is it that the sun takes, um, why does the sun look red when the sun sets? We're talking about plain as of Mardini. Why is it? Just yellow is the most dominant. So, and that, that's, that's actually how they measure colors of star, um, heat of heat of the sun, heat of the heat of the stars, distance of them, etc. They measure that based on the, the color. They can measure how hot it is. They've got a whole uh, table. They can split up the light of the, the stars, and they can see what it's made up, what the what uh, what uh, sort of elements are in it, etc., etc. So the thing is like this: during, if you put light, let's say, through uh, through um, a a blue glass, the light comes out blue. Because all the other parts of the light are just absorbed. If you put it through black, nothing comes out. It's all absorbed. If you put it through blue, everything's absorbed except the blue. And the blue passes through. 
So if you pass the light through the atmosphere, the light is also like a filter. It absorbs the light. The colour it absorbs, if you want, least, or doesn't absorb at all, is the red. Maybe it's the reason you said, but yeah, it doesn't absorb the red. During the day, it doesn't make a difference, though. Because, uh, I wouldn't say it doesn't make a difference, but because it only passes through that much atmosphere, the yellow still manages, the amount of yellow which gets through still will be the dominant colour. But at Shkia and Tonate, it's actually passing through three times the amount of atmosphere. Which means that by the time it gets through the atmosphere to us, the only colour which has really made it through properly is now, while well, he's dominant, is going to be red. Yeah? So, if you look here, you've got, let's say this is your horizon, yeah, and you've got a guy standing here, okay, and the sun, when the sun is here, if you draw your, your thing here, from here to here, this thing here, called that X, is smaller than that distance. Take, take 
Okay, so this is really where the shade is. Okay, this part which is sort of shaded in, that's where, yeah? That makes sort of sense, right? Now, um, as the sun sets, and it goes lower, so it's going to come further down here, right? So this is A, this is B, that's position number two of it. So now suddenly the rays sort of take on, uh, well, they're going to go sort of up this way, which means that suddenly, if I look up above, I won't see any light. Correct? If I look up above me, I won't see any light anymore, because now the rays of the sun are completely missed. If I look over to my, to the west, where the sun is setting, going down, 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 I can still see a little bit of, still see a little bit of light. Correct? Now, that, is that clear so far? Right. So, um, what happens is like this. We talked about Pnei Mizrach Ma'adimen. Why is it Pnei Mizrach Ma'adimen? Yeah? What, what, why, why do we talk about Pnei Mizrach Ma'adimen? Surely, you should be looking to the west, not to the east. Where am I going to be looking where, where, at the time of sunset? See if the sunset. West. West. So why are we talking about Pnei Mizrach Ma'adimen? So the truth is, if you look at sunset, you'll see, if you look over in the west, yeah, it eventually goes red. You look in the east, it also goes red. Not as much. There's much less light, obviously, in the east, because the sun is here. What happens is, some of the light sort of filters around to the east side. Now, what will happen is, this is what's called Hephtivatak and Hephtivatak, is if I look over to the east, okay, what's going to happen is, this will all be light, They'll be, at the very beginning of shield, something like that, they'll get red. Gradually, that little bit of red will work its way up, and this will start getting dark. The bottom part on the east, the lower part of the sphere, will go dark, and the red line will gradually travel up, 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 all the way up to the highest part, and it goes round all the way like this. Okay? It travels from the east, all the way round in a semicircle till it reaches the western horizon. Then that's the last point to go red, and then it goes dark. Yeah? So, Ravidal, he's the dyke from Rashi. You, when Rashi talked about Hirtif, Rashi, if you look at on Ramadan's on the base, Rashi said there, Yeah? He said there, Hatachte. It's uh, about a third of the way down there. And we're talking about Hixif, Hatachte. Yeah. And Rashi said there, Hatachte, and it's Tachtem shall keep us our Rakiyat Mukhalaoyah. That means the part which is closest to the ground here. Yeah. But, look at the next Rashi. Elion. What is Elion? It says, Goiva shall keep her, Enomamaheret Vahasis. The Goiva. Where's the Goiva of the Rakiyat? The peak, that's right. Directly, if you're standing in the middle, directly above you. So he says like this. Night is not defined by this area here on the west. That's going to be light for a long time. Look to your east. And when the sun, well, when the sun sets, look to your east. And you'll watch how this red line works its way round. 
It gets to the highest point, goes slightly beyond the highest point, and then you'll find the whole eastern half has gone, it's hechtif, whatever you want to call it, dark. That's all I need. At that point, it's nice. According to, according to Rabbi Yehuda. And if you actually look here, he's got a couple of di- uh, pictures on the back here, you'll see that this is hechtif hatakten v'le hechtif ha'adim. If you look there, the lower part is already dark, relatively dark to me. There's the red, red streak, and that's still light. Yeah? And gradually, this will move up, 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 up and round, and this will, this blue, this sort of uh, dark blue will dominate. If you look on the, on the western horizon, look, it's actually the opposite. It's already dark there, higher up. The red is below the dark, and it's still bright at the western horizon. But, so that's why it works out. That's the proof. Hitzivar Tachtein, but the Hitzivar Elyon, how can you get it that way around? This is the opposite. The answer is you're looking at the eastern horizon. The eastern horizon, it goes dark lower on the, the sphere. Because, I mean, it's obvious reasons, as we explained, they will always, and the darkness works its way up, around, and then eventually works its way all the way around to the western horizon. That's what it means, Ma'adimen, Pnei Mizra. You look to the east, so with that in mind, he says that, to assert, at least to assert, we will begin to explain the shift of the going. The problem is, we're looking at different parts of the sky. You're right, certain parts of the sky will be completely bright still. Don't look at those. You look at the part, the east, up to the highest point. That's where you want to be Medaika Rashi. Rashi is Athens, is much more later on, the Medaika is like the going of Athens. Okay? That's the part you're looking at. And at that point, apparently, you may even be able to see three stars. Whereas there are those who want to say to answer that Rabbi Nathan, apparently the Matthias is, we'll, we'll speak more about this maybe tomorrow, is if you look all the way over to the western horizon, the light only completely disappears 72 minutes after Shkiel. No, he says from an astronomical point of view, he says when they make their, not this has necessarily any right to us, some places do based on this, they say when it sinks 18 degrees. 18 degrees means when this whole half sphere goes completely dark. There's no ray of light there at all. That's when we start making their measurements at night. According to the way we measure, I mean, it's about 16 degrees. Okay? But as Hashem, we'll, we'll continue on, t- on tomorrow. But that, that's the, the basic rundown of the Rabbeinu Tam against the going.